We got rid of two squads so that way we can bring the Zero Squad to Bleach finally! Hello, I'm the Soy Fun Apologist Annie. And I'm the one who's always into the Zero Squad Minty. And this is Fun Untitled, but we talk like this now. Ooh. I love the Zero Squad. They're so cool. Alright, so like a little breakdown of this episode in like two sentences. The war is on pause now because the Quincy's had to go back home because they left the stove on. So all the Soul Reapers are like, alright, tend to all the injured. Yaki has dead right yeah okay and Kenpachi's dead cool I mean he's really dead he he's really get, dead he doesn't even get to go to the spring and then they're like Yamamoto's dead we can't grieve over them uh, yada yada and then Squad Zero comes being like hey I hope you watch the last arc or else what we're about to say is gonna be really hella confusing blink blink ooh your Bankai broke sad oh if only we had someone to fix it hey does anyone here can fix it oh we can all fix it <laughs> we are the Mary Sue's of you know, kind of. It's interesting that in the, like, the last episode, they show like the OG 13 court squad, but then this is like people who've come before and like dominated. So it's like two waves of the OG people. And there's always a black hair girl who kind of looks like Nemu. <laughs> Everyone looks like... Is her name Nemu? I'm pretty sure her name's Nemu. Let's think back of all the time Mayui hit her. What did he say? <laughs> <laughs> I think he did say something like, God damn it, Nemu! <laughs> oh, and Korn's back! I forgot that little guy. The most important character. He's a display machine. Yeah, Kisuke has done some fucked up things to Korn, and my Yui, my man, did not appreciate. And I appreciate that. It's hard to me hate my Yui, yeah? Even though he's a total dick oh, in the Soul Society arc. My Yui has zero redemption qualities, but he's funny. <laughs> so, like, we let all his war crimes slide. Oh, you killed a bunch of people in the Serete? That's fine. I forgot he did that. He's yeah. a mass murderer. I, might. I haven't seen my girl Namu for a while. She doing good? She should be. Things <laughs> don't happen till later. So yeah, so Ichigo's kind of all emo. He's like, hey Rukia, you had your fight off screen? She's like, yeah. Are you sad about your mom? Shut the fuck up. And he uns... Oh, that's why we lost our minds on in the beginning. <laughs> what? When they had no electricity. <laughs> And they had these on a lantern and we were like, okay, we know they have lights. We've seen lights in the Soul Society, so I'm- Have we? What an anime we have. What lanterns? I haven't seen like an LED We've seen the hallways lit up. It's always sunny in the Soul Society. And then, when we do know in the manga they have cell phones because the women club all had to design cell phones. Sure, and you see Rukia with a slip phone. I love your Chewy's cell phone, the one that disperses candy. Because <laughs> I had a Cheerio version of that. Oh my god. <laughs> Revolution. <laughs> and then they had a fucking life support for Rukia. We're like, oh my god! <laughs> We're going by now into rules here. We're picking and choosing what we want to bring into this antiquated world. So, there is some differences between the manga and the anime I want to get into. And I'll just tackle it in chronological order. And then there'll be more grievances I'll have. <laughs> Minty knows. The thumbnails knows. <laughs> <laughs> so, in the beginning, the first one I realized that there was a difference is that Ichigo was talking to Mayuri, and Ichigo's like, fix my Bankai. And Mayuri's like, no, we can't fix Bankais here. Look at Wenji's. Byakuya broke Wenji's, but it never got fixed properly. But he took that out of the anime, and I'm like, hey, that was world building. Bring that back. I don't know if it really matters. I mean, the scene where he fixes his Bankai is like, it's kind of whatever, <laughs> personally. I, it's not like the flashiest thing. He honestly could have just gotten Mayuri to fix it. You know, it's no, like, sword 
village arc of KNY. You know what I mean? Oh, okay, gotcha. And then the next difference. Oh, Minty's gonna love this. So we get a message from Kisuke, and he's like, "Hey, we're doing fine. Or Hime's fine. Chad's fine." And you know, this mysterious guy came. And in the manga, they hid that really well. Who saved them? But I guess in the anime, they couldn't hide his voice, so they just said "fuck it" and shown his tummy. <laughs> My man's tum tum. And there's only one man with that kind of tum tum. My boy Grimjow is back in play. So Minty. And in, in episode five of our podcast, you said specifically it wasn't Grimjow. Thoughts? Thoughts. Think of thoughts. Look, I remember when they revealed Grimjow was alive and it happens like way later so how was i supposed to know some fucking detail that like the three efforts that doesn't really play a role at least not right now the fight kisuke has later is really cool too really fucked up fucked up yeah it's really fucked up How's but it? it's so cool okay but are Hime and chad play no role at this point and how am i supposed to know that grimjow saved two useless fuckers poor chad <laughs> also was it racist that in the manga they taped up the door so grimjow couldn't come in but in the anime they gave Chad Maracas. <laughs> Like, that was racist, right? I don't know. I mean, Look, Chad is canonically Mexican, right? Yes. And Orihime was doing, like, the whole flower throwing from the basket so, thing, right? Was that salt? It was salt. All she right. was dealing with a demon. All right. Well, that's like, you know, she's canonically Japanese, right? Yeah. That's just being, like, culturally appropriate to their cultures. Okay. But who gave Chad the maracas? Kisuke's got a bunch of shit up his part. <laughs> I wanted to hear <laughs> Chad run going... Where did the tent come from? You know what? Got me there. Where did that radio equipment come from? Okay, so next thing, we meet Squad Zero, and they're a lot dumber in the anime. What's your opinion, Squad Zero, Mrs. I'm the number one fan? They're super cool. I will say only, like, I don't remember what the fat one does. I know the arm one does nothing. The black guy has one role. It's not that flashy. The hot spring guy, this is basically his thing. The whole hot spring thing, and it's really cool, and it's really funny. And obviously being Unohana's, like, mentor. Obviously the bald guy, has a really cool fight later and it's it's a little long I will admit like it's kind of like alright we're kind of just dragging this out but it's pretty cool as long as they don't oh okay as I've already learned the fight before Ichigo's fight is not gonna be that well so this <laughs> fight is probably not gonna be animated well and I'm looking for a hyped up fight cause Ichigo's fights suck let's be fair this thing is that he's got a black slash and he's really fast and he's sexy that's all he's got going oh, for him so sexy I mean he's very sexy well, I gotta figure out this boy's legal <laughs> he's not legal at least I don't think so He's like 17. So close. So. <laughs> no, again, it's weird because, you know, I was a child. I was way younger than him when I first started Bleach. I mean, that's happening to a lot of people, right? Unless you're, like, watching Naruto. So I think the Zero Squad overall is very cool. I like who they are. I like the role that they play. I don't know what happens after Bleach. It'll be cool to see in the Hell arc if they have a role still. But whatever. We'll get there when we get there. Also, we didn't see the ending credit scene. The ending credit? There's an after credit scene of the ball one of the Zill squad sensing that someone has awakened. Oh shit. Okay, well, no, it's not a big scene. Oh, I don't right. think it's I think that important. It. It's probably like, like a 15 second scene. Okay. I just wanted to point that out there. Shit. Alright. So they're like, hey Ichigo, we're gonna bring you and your three shitling friends with us back to the, what is it, like the Soul Kingdom? The Soul Palace. The Soul Palace where the Soul King lives. And like, you mean Brooke from One Piece? <laughs> no. So they don't explain this in the anime, but I guess the Shiva's, the one with the one-armed girl and Ganju, like the whole purpose was to send them back to the Soul Palace. That's what they had the giant 
giant cannon for originally. Is that what that clan is for? Yeah, not just fireworks. It does make you wonder, right? Because supposedly Shiba is one of the big noble families. Like the Kuchikis is like clearly a strong like court 13 family. Because I believe his grandfather was like the sixth captain before Byakuya. And now we know what the Shibas do. Can't be the only thing. Because two of their members are also like court members. So then Ichigo asks, hey, where's Ganju? And she's like, oh, he turned into the giant statue because he was so useless. This is the only thing he could do. <laughs> And Ichigo's like, oh, I don't think that's how it works. And he got shot up. And he's like, hey, Ganju, make sure you train these three shitlings, okay? Even if it'll make uncle sad. And the manga's like, oh, we don't know her uncle. In the anime, it's Ichigo's dad. It's clearly Ichigo's dad. Do they reveal that he's a Shiva at this point? Well, they showed him that weird, like, you know, like, yeah, flashback. Yeah, it was like a back view. Because I read the whole thing, I don't remember when they revealed he was a Shiva. Because obviously, after the Hoikomundo arc, they reveal he's a soul reaper. Yeah. But I don't remember when they revealed he was a Shiba. I thought it might be during this arc. We might technically not know. You know, this is another thing. When the Stern Ritter was stealing the Bankai and they kept going, holy shit, they're stealing our Bankai. And I was like, did we not already know this? <laughs> oh shit, okay, wait. I'm, I'm a little ahead. Sorry, go on. I got here like three at a time. <laughs> they're stealing our... I was like, fuck. <laughs> I guess Ganju's with the Fullbringers now, and I was like, as someone who dropped out halfway through the Fullbringer, I'm like, did Ichigo kill these guys? Ichigo. I thought we had Batman rules. I thought we don't murder. <laughs> Depends on who kills them, right? Yuck, yeah. And who knows? Annie apparently does not know how many of them are dead or alive. I just know I hate that stupid girl with all ability. I oh, she's super annoying. The boy with the video game, I don't like him either. He's okay. Like, the last difference that we was wrong, they're in the hot spring, they're ringing out the bad blood and spirit energy. In the Oh God, we did get to see Rukia's ass. I was wondering about that. I was like, they have too many bandages on. This is weird. Especially because I saw Renji and Byakuya with the bandages because they weren't wearing clothes. Smooth as a Ken doll. <laughs> They're either tucking really hard or something's wrong. Something got lost in the fight. Hold up. Who in the fourth squad got to do this tucking? <laughs> I want to meet him. It was my man. I think his name is Anataro. Yeah. Yeah. Seventh seat. Totally did. <laughs> <laughs> So next episode, we get to see, I don't know, more hot spring shenanigans. I assume it's Ichigo getting his sword. Yeah, the pacing's kind of fast. I assume he'll get his sword now. Until then, Lukia's ass.